Good morning, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of A Vision for You. Today is Sunday, January 21st, 2024, and my name is Melanie C., a recovered compulsive overeater from Canby, Oregon. The share ID numbers for Friday, January 19th, 2024, are the following. 1 a.m. Eastern Time Big Book Study is 21054, 21,054. And for the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Big Book Study Meeting, the share ID number is 21055, 21,055. This morning, A Vision for You presents the importance of four. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves, clearing up the wreckage of our past, our past relationships, our past behavior, our past shortcomings, those things that made up life, made our life very, very messy and were not cleared up. These things that were buried deep down inside and ignored or thought we had ignored, pressing down, resulting in the separation from spiritual power and our fellow man. Refusing to go through this step can be can have major consequences. The mental barriers, the hesitation, delay, signifying lack of personal responsibility can often cause major challenges. Many of us have spent a long amount of time on the kind of behavior that leaves us unwilling to take personal responsibility. Maybe we didn't even see. We may, we may need to focus extremely hard on being completely honest with ourselves for the first time to gain the benefits of being able to reverse the lenses of what are currently viewing the world through. Restored to sanity and personal responsibility, that internal view will be revealed. Step four of the 12 steps involves making a fearless and moral personal inventory. Just facts, nothing deep. No journaling, no therapy, just facts. And this could sound sort of simple enough. However, step four asks, asks us to take a hard look at ourselves and the part we played in the relationship to the world around us. Many of us did not want to do this, or certainly at least not right away. In recovery, one needs to take this deep dive into oneself as it is the way to understand our trouble, and reconnect us with our spiritual source to prepare for a new life. It's important to remember that step four is unique, as, as unique and individual as the person undertaking the recovery process. The big book and its directions are very clear and very precise and consistently effective across the board. However, the individual's experience is unique. And looking at ourselves during this process with support guidance, encouragement, we uncover truth about ourselves and the people we have affected. The importance of, our, of an inventory means that we are honest despite all the negativity that may be surrounding us. Step four is a foundation of, of self-discovery and the much-desired reconciliation with power and our fellows. Yes, the humans around us. The straightening out of our spiritual malady. It's step four is also preparation for change. Step four sets the stage for the transformative work that follows in later steps. It lays the groundwork for admitting wrongs, making amends, and developing healthier coping mechanisms and restoring relationship. It has an element of breaking denial. It's a process of facing uncomfortable truths about oneself, which is necessary 
for genuine change. And a building block towards honesty and humility as it continues to deepen and inspire. Completing a moral inventory requires honesty with oneself, which is a foundational aspect of recovery. It also fosters humility, a key virtue in the 12-step philosophy or any other way of living and their philosophies by recognizing and accepting one's imperfections. We are human. It's also a foundation for future steps. Clearing weather wreckage using the step four process is essential for successfully completing subsequent steps in the 12-step process and program. <clears throat> Pardon me. It provides the necessary information and insight for making amends, which is step eight and nine, and continuing personal spiritual growth and connection, steps 10, 11, and 12. Step four is an integral in the 12-step process because it initiates a deep and honest self-assessment, which is necessary for overcoming and rising victorious and achieving lasting recovery. Many think it is a challenging step, but it is where significant personal growth begins. We can face ourselves and others once more. Our speaker today will bring to life the instructions and the necessity of step four in recovery from our disease of compulsive overeating. Within this teaching, you will hear how step four, threaded together with personal experience, can help illustrate more clearly the instructions found in the big book for executing step four. The journey from unwillingness and blindness and the depths of despair to a life of spiritual fulfillment and sobriety. Our speaker through her step four experience will show how this step is not so challenging. It is pivotal and we call that freedom. Please join me in welcoming today a dedicated servant of the recovery community, a person who embodies the principles of the program and lives a life of true service and spiritual abundance. Let us give a warm welcome to our very special guest today who joins us all the way from the wonderful state of New York. Hello and very good warm welcome this morning, dear Leah S. Good morning, everyone. Oh, my goodness. What an introduction. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. My name is Leah S., and I am gratefully recovered in Brooklyn, New York. And I'm so happy to be with every one of you. I'm not an expert, and I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit nervous because I don't know if if I, I'm giving over everything the way I, I really wanted to. So please bear with me. Dear God, please set aside everything I know about myself, the big book, the fellowship, the people in the fellowship, the 12 steps, you, especially you what I know and what I don't know. Please come into my broken heart and allow me a new experience to only see the truth. Thank you, dear God. Thank you. Okay. So um, we're going to go. We have a lot to cover, and I don't know if I can do all of it, but... Um, 
I would like to say that I came, just a little briefly, I came into this program in 2013. I joined Vision for You, and that's when my real work began. And what I mean work, it's mind work. It's um, body work because I had to become obstinate. Uh, it's uh, it's dealing with a lot of emotions and feelings that come up when when you become uh, abstinent. You go, and every time I really loved the diet because I loved salads, but I but I didn't know how to deal with life, and I didn't know how to admit it to myself. So here we go. Um, step one is a two-part step. And I know I'm not going to speak about step one, but step one comes right into step four. Step one is facing myself. It's not only facing myself. It's admitting that I, I really can't diet for the rest of my life all the time. There are so many other obstacles that come into my life. So that leads me to the other part of step one. My life is unmanageable. And I'm not going to go into whether the hen came first or the egg came after, but it, they do intertwine. And it leads me right into step two. What is step two? I'm going to get willingness. I'm going to get hope. I'm going to get encouragement that this is something that... um that I can do each day as as much as I'm able to, only as much as I'm able to. Well, at least give it a shot. And then step three, I'm finally making the decision that this power that they're talking about is infinite, and it must be real to me. It must be real in my heart. And it says in the big book that um, deep inside, I'm sorry, I don't know which page, but um, yeah, that happens. I don't know which page. Um, deep inside each of us, there is an infinite power that is the truth about each and every person of us. And we do have it. We just have to find it. And then we get into step four. And we need to get into step four because we, I did not know that these things were hindering me in life, relationships mostly, and uh, getting along with people. And step four was, I was told, was pretty simple, but you got to feel your feelings. You gotta feel your feelings. You gotta get into step one again. You gotta see it right in front of you and admit it. So here we go. On page 64 of the big book, they're talking about step four that it is an inventory that we're taking. So that's not hard. I mean, if I go to my kitchen closet and I, I mean, my kitchen pantry, and I see that I have about seven, seven, uh, I unpack the entire, um, uh, uh, um, uh, not cabinet, <laughs> so sometimes cabinet also, but shelf, you know, oh my God, I have seven um, uh, uh, 
seasonings of, of black pepper. Why do I need seven seasonings of the same thing? So what am I going to do? I'm going to just look at each um, expiration date, and I'm going to say, well, I only need one seasoning, which is current and which is fresh, and I'm just going to discard it. So, you know, when you have that in mind, it's okay. It's okay. That's all it is. It's taking an inventory of seeing how how many things I've got and what I've got within myself and um, and, uh, and and trying to make some, so to speak, order or some kind of structure. You know, this is... This is this, this is this, this is what I have, and this is what I don't have. And now we're going to go into understanding this um, this kind of inventory. And the first thing they're talking about is resentment. And resentment is, um, how do they call it? Uh, resentment is the number one offender. It destroys more alcoholics than anything else. Well, it destroyed me as a compulsive overeater more than anything else. And then they go on and they say, I have a spiritual malady. What does spirituality have all to do with this? I mean, you know, all I want to do is lose weight. I'm just going to go to... A second um, page, page five fifty one. Okay, sorry. On page five fifty one, um, there's talking about different uh, spiritual experiences that may take may take some time for me to learn. But, as I understand, I've got to bring that kind of spiritual experience into step four so that I can do it properly. And I'm not saying we're doing it perfectly, but we're doing it at least with this kind of preparation that we're going to bring this higher power and... um, I'm going to just identify the way I identify my higher power uh, as loving, kind, tolerant, and accepting. And accepting. That's that's my higher power, and it's infinite. It is so powerful. It is more powerful than the wind, than the waves, than uh, it just is. That's what it is. That power has to come into play as I begin this uh, work of um, step four. So um, I'm angry. I'm angry at, uh, at this person. I'm angry at that person. And that's the first column that I write about. I'm also angry at the school. I'm angry at... Uh, I'm angry at... Uh, at the world, I'm angry. That's it. That's all they're asking over there in that first column. Who are you angry with or who are you resentful at? And just just list that. That's it. That's all we have to do. So we keeping it simple, it it, it puts some quarter, sort of 
sequence in our mind, and it's okay. It's okay. And then on the second column, they're saying, why are you angry? Why are you um, upset? And this is a tough one. It used to be a tough one for me. Why? Because I would go into storytelling. I'm a drama queen. (laughs) I'll tell you why I'm upset. And um, many times I have that problem today, too. But I'm reminded many times. And I, 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 I learn this big book all the time. Get to the core of it, you know, just like they did. They do on page, um, a perfect example on page 65. So I'm resentful at Mr. Brown. Why? Because he, uh, the attention he gives to my wife, okay? So um, that's it. That's enough. That said, it says it all, you know, and uh, or because I'm I'm resentful at Mr. Brown because um, uh, because Mr. Brown told my wife of my mistress. In other words, I was also dilly dallying around, and and now I'm upset, you know. So I sort of um, put it all together, the main core of why. I'm angry. And it helps a lot because then it it sums it sort of up. And even if you don't do it perfectly, you know, if you don't say everything that you're angry about, you have time to come back to that again. But the main core is to just get to uh, to the cause, start the process. And then what part of me was was really affected what 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 did this uh affect me so so they they uh, i'm going to go with the example that they give on page 65 so um if mr brown gives attention to my wife then my sex relations are affected I this is my wife it's holy for me and you know so and 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 she's solely mine and 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 now I'm having difficulty with my sex relations because my mind is wandering you know so that's what it affects you know you're just going to write what does that affect it affects my uh, self esteem who am i what am i my um and then uh, the next one that they write, um, uh, Mr. Brown told my wife of my relation of my uh, relationship with my mistress. You know, so I'm committing adultery, and uh, and it definitely affects my sex relationships. It also affects my self-esteem, and uh, there are there are. Um, three things that they list in column three. The first column, again, is about the people that I'm angry with. The second column is about why I'm angry with these people. And the third column is talking about selfishness and and self-centeredness. Now, selfishness, the way I see it, is um, also... Um, I take a dictionary when I start doing this um, step four 
because sometimes I'm not able to bring out the right adjective that really affects me. So um, I like to use the dictionary, and that reminds me, you know what, it's okay, this is what I'm thinking, or maybe this is not what is what is what has been affected. And it's important to say what has been affected because I'm going to be true to this piece of paper and to myself. You know, right now, this is what I'm doing. And I'm bringing God into this whole process. Is this the truth? Is this really who I am? Is this, uh, you know, so selfishness means um, I want it my way. I simply want it my way. I want things done the way I want them done. And I want the, and I want that. This is what I want. Now, self-centeredness means that I want the end game to finish the way I want it to finish. So I'm going to maneuver a lot of things so that they come out the way I want them to come out. That's self-centeredness. And, um, and, and, and admitting all that is no is not a big deal. It's just bringing it up because deep down you know the truth, but you're bringing it into the paper. And it's a, again, it's the same way as you're bringing step one into your life. I am powerless. I am powerless, and I'm admitting it. I'm admitting it. And here in step four, I'm admitting it, that this is what is really bothering me. You know, and um, and 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 uh, this is the way I want it to be. So when when I do step in the the column, um, all this is thinking. But when I do the column, I just write the check or the X. This has been affected. Maybe I don't want selfishness. You know, maybe I just want self-centeredness, or maybe I want both. You know. Am I differentiating? So it just means a check or an X. Keep it simple. Keep it simple in doing this process. And then um, was my security affected? Was my physical security affected? And again, I took the dictionary. And the dictionary says security it means without fear without um, uh, being safe, uh, feeling safe. So was that affected in, and, and going back to the, the first column where, was I feeling safe with this person or with this institution or with whatever I had written? Am I feeling safe in that is that why I'm angry? Am I angry because I was not feeling? What is the cause? This is sort of like a double check. You know, you're checking yourself. What is it that, is it really the security that has been affected? Check or X. And that's it. And then comes the most, uh, uh, more difficult situation are my personal relationships affected? 
Now, because I'm angry with this person, I'm going back again to column one, because I'm angry with this person or with this institution or whatever it is. So, um, and 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 why am I angry? Um, I'm angry because uh, let's say that your that person yelled at me, you know. So, uh, did it affect my personal life? Of course, it affected my personal. That's all that it is. Did this affect my personal relationship? Check or X. That's it. Finished. Done. And then we go to the next column. And the next column is um, ambitions, I think. Or um, ambitions meaning a lot like self-centeredness, but ambitions is a separate uh, thing because now I'm admitting everything. This is was this was my goal. This was what I I had hoped for. This is really um, yeah. And I I am thinking yeah. Was it affected or was it not affected? Check or X again. How do I do this? I go back to column one and I say this is the person I'm angry with. And why was I angry? Why am I angry with this person? Because I had some goals. See, in every column, I need to reiterate and go back and say it sort of aloud to myself. Why? Because I'm admitting it to myself. This is, I'm going back into that mode. This was what I wrote. This is what I feel. Is that true? Is that not true? And then I can write check or X at the ambitions column. And then we have another uh, column. I don't know if everybody has that. It's called pride. And pride meaning... Uh, what am I, a schmuck? <laughs> or what's going on here? Uh, so, so again, I go back to the uh, uh, to the uh, first column, and I say, okay, I'm angry with this person, right? Or this institution. Why am I angry? What did I write? I wrote that I'm angry because so and so hurt me, or yelled at me or whatever it is, you know? And then did it affect my pride? Did it affect... So um, pride meaning... Um, it means really self-esteem. I'm sorry, I don't have that uh, in front of me, even though I say, take the dictionary, but, but I didn't... Um, I don't have that in front of me. So the opposite of pride is something called... Humility. And uh, humility is something that is so relevant in in all of the steps because what what I need to understand is that every time I went on a diet, and that's what it was, I could hardly wait to get back to the sugar and the flour. Because those sugars and flowers covered my emotions. They really did. They put me into a lethargic state. I loved um, going into bed and just 
shutting out the world, not taking responsibility. So, um, and then when I had to admit that I was not right, it affected my pride. I thought I was always right. I thought I got it. I got I got this, I got that, I, I, I do this and I do that. This is the way it should be done and you know, like I'm I'm the one above you all, you know. And so that kind of pride and um I needed to sprinkle a lot of humility into me. Those things that I used to do did not work because I went back to eating. I went back to binging, and it wasn't good for me. So um, pride is something that I that I really had to admit to. And yes, check, check, check. So um, basically what they're doing over here, uh, they have a column. This is called column three. And... They have a column where it says, what did I do? What did I do? They're saying that I'm the root. Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I don't want to go on before I don't say everything right. Um, So every time I wrote uh, a, a person that I'm angry about, if you look on page um, 67, there's a little prayer that you should, um, that I should say every time I write this, um, this uh, step four. God, help me show, and the one on step, uh, the first column, you know, that person or that institute, the same tolerance, pity, and patience that I would grant for a sick friend. So by saying this prayer, it sort of mellows me a little bit, but it's it's important to do that because I need to get into the uh, mode of understanding that I'm a sick person also. And uh, when I'm sick, I, I I need some compassion and I need some... What's it called? I I just need understanding, and um, and and when when I do that, it helps me very very much. Okay, so um, okay now I can go into the uh, third column, which is all about. I mean, sorry, about the fourth column, which is all that I am responsible for. Now, the big book tells me on page 67 that my behavior contributed to the situation of anger. My goodness, did I really do this? Did I play this thing up that this person should yell at me? Or did I... um, Did my actions... um, make this person this way or make that institution that way, I got to look a little bit deeper into myself. What is the dishonesty over here? What is the dishonesty? So again, 
Dishonesty means untruth. And um, they, the way they word it, dishonesty, is that I might have an illusion. I might have some kind of hope that this is what I really want. And I might talk myself into it that it already is. And it already can be just uh, just a little twist, you know. And, and that's the dishonesty. I might see things in a different light that are not even true. So take the fact. Take, take a real fact of what is going on. You would like to have that perfect, perfect um, situation at home, you know. You would like to um, be the perfect person, you know, in, in each and every, uh, what's it called? But truthfully, it is not so. It is not so. So how did my behavior make it not so? What is the dishonesty about that? So maybe maybe I didn't pay enough. I'm going back to the example in the big book. Maybe I didn't pay enough attention to my wife. Maybe I just neglected her, ignored her, you know. Maybe maybe there's some truth in that, and that's what led it up to Mr. Brown, you know. Um, and just go into your heart and see the real fact of what what caused what did I do to cause this thing? And the next thing they're saying about um, column four was that um, maybe uh, uh, the relationship, right? Maybe I uh, the relationship of what I did. Maybe uh, I didn't get enough of something. Maybe I uh, distorted things, you know. Maybe I was uh, feeling uh, entitled. Maybe I was feeling, you know, just write the truth about um what what is this relationship that has gone sour because of me okay and um and 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 in 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 writing that it it you're bringing out the selfish part of yourself you um you did more things for yourself you did uh well it it wasn't it that person also, you know, um, perhaps that person is a person you're living with, and that person also is part of your life, and you need to understand the um, the part where you are just all into your own, into your own self, you know, and so just just write that down, and uh, also group it together. Maybe maybe that's what I did. Maybe I worked late. Maybe I was overtired. I didn't want to admit it. Maybe I, uh, I don't know, whatever it is, you know. And then you're going to talk about fear. Um, 
what 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 was I really afraid of, and why did I do those white lies, <laughs> or why did I maneuver? What was my insecurity in this whole part that uh, that made me that made me behave that way, and cause right back to the first column that person that I'm angry at. You know, what is my part in this whole thing? And um, and then there's another column which talks about inconsideration. And the opposite of inconsideration is including that person, honestly having empathy with everything and everyone that is close to me you know and uh empathy meaning i'm i'm like going to put myself into that person's situation well let's say that's my 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 uh, daughter she goes to school every day she goes to college every day doesn't have what to do i mean she doesn't have time to prepare she doesn't have time to do she doesn't have this and she doesn't have that and just bringing it out into the open this was something i don't have to take your responsibilities or i do have to take your responsibility or perhaps we can discuss this or perhaps having an empathy would not lead me to such anger and uh and and would lead me to to this uh the selfishness or whatever it is you know or the need that i i i gotta control you you get here you could do this and you do that i don't care if you're a teenager teenagers are reckless teenagers are blah 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 you know so whatever it is um it's uh it's 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 just admitting what's my part in this whole thing and now um i'm going to go into um column 5 column 5 is about uh real fear okay so uh let me go to page 68 um Okay, so um, what is it that that um, that that I relied on a lot of things on myself that um, that made me uh, all of a sudden afraid? So I know I mentioned it uh, in the other um, inventory where we're talking about facts of me, me being the source of of of, um, of 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 causing that anger and causing that what's it called? But here we're doing that, you know, like maybe maybe really what am I really afraid of? Uh, I'm afraid that uh, you're going to hurt yourself. I'm afraid that reckless is a little bit more identified. Maybe you are um, you are going to get into the wrong set of uh, a crowd. Um, what what if you know? Just write down in a couple of words what really is 
that I'm afraid of. And don't be afraid of saying the afraid of the fear. You know, um, uh, for instance, I have a son who is um, a little is uh, mentally incapacitated. And um, I'm supposed to be his advocate, and I'm supposed to be his uh, his what's it called, and um, his advocate and legal guardian. And yet, being all that, it's there is a fear in me, and I was always afraid to say it. And then I finally, when I voiced it, I said, "I'm afraid he's going to die." I'm afraid that this is going to lead to to his demise. And I love him too much. I needed to add that. I love him too much that I don't want him to die. And once I admitted that, there was such relief in my heart. There was so much, oh, wow, now I can say, really, what is my fear, you know? And... um I can I can honestly um pray about that. So I can say, God, please remove the fear that I have about this and this situation, whatever, and then direct my attention to what you would have me be. What is it that I have to do? I don't know sometimes how to behave and how to how to uh, um how to say things. I don't want to manipulate anymore. That's what I used to do. I used to um, really put terror in your heart because I was a bully and I was, you know, um, trying to run my show. Just, uh, oh, where is it? On page 62. I always want to run the show, especially for him. Not, you know, uh, do this way, do that way. I'm selfish or or self-centered and... Uh, and 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 because I want to run the show, uh, you know, this is the way I wanted to do it, and I know what is good for him, and I know what what is supposed to be, you know. Okay, get out of here, you know. Truthfully, there um, there's there's three, there's a man, there's a woman, and there's God who created each and every one of us. So the truth of the matter is God should be the first one. And God is the one who has created all of us. And uh, here we go in, in, in illuminating my fear and also uh, settling my fear and security. I'm secure because God is right here with me. And uh, he's the first one. But the truth is, even even in, in, in situations with, as I just mentioned, my son, even situations that 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 might be at work or might be at at uh, whatever the world, or God is right here with me. He knows that I want peace, or that I want, you know, it's such a good feeling to finally admit it. Here we go into step one again admitting I am powerless over food. And then here we are. I'm admitting this is what is my fear. And um, there's an answer to it. 
Okay. So um, did it, I didn't talk about financial security, but that was one thing that I should have talked about before. So that means, did this person affect my pocketbook? You know, this person that I'm angry at. Did this person make me uh, take things out of my pocketbook, you know, uh, money that I uh, that I didn't want to spend and now I needed to spend because because it, it was inevitable. I, I, it just needed to happen. Let's say um, food got um, ruined. I needed to buy. I need more food. Or um, um, I took an unnecessary trip, and now i got to get home, and i got to pay for that. You know, so did it affect my pocketbook? Is that why I'm angry at this person? Does that does that um, also affect um, uh, my financial security? And again, check or X. And then um, uh, sexual relationships. Okay, um, am I afraid of of um, uh, another person of the opposite sex being stronger than me? Am I uh, insecure about that? Am I uh, not relating to that other, um, to that opposite gender, uh, or that same gender in in these days and age? Um, am I? Is, does this affect my sexual relationships? So um, there, we're not even talking about the actual act. We're talking about intimate relationships, of understanding each other, and of giving respect for one another as a human being. And uh, there couldn't be a, a more beautiful thing as as doing that. The beautiful feeling about about getting respect and giving respect that way. It means it means love. It means kindness. It means um, understanding, and it definitely means empathy. And so that's what I have on sex relationships. Um, what else am I afraid of? What is my insecurity in my ambition? And remember before we had written our goals and our our uh, things that we aim for or wish for you know those are called my ambitions so um was i afraid was i insecure in those ambitions was i really uh, uh not um not getting those, and how important is it for my security that I should have that? It's all about check or X, and then re- writing in a short sentence, what what is it that I'm afraid of that is not allowing me to get to my ambition? And then there is pride. Pride is... Um, who am I? Again, self-centeredness. Who am I? And uh, I feel affected because I'm not being listened to. I feel afraid because I'm being ignored. 
I feel affected or not affected. Maybe people are listening too much to me. Maybe I need a little, again, humility and say, hey, how about your opinion or whatever? What is it that made me really angry? Is it that insecurity that that I, I am feeling? Is it that fear? And uh, there's one more thing that... Um, um, is called column five. And this column is saying, uh, am I selfish? Am I dishonest? Am I self-seeking? And um, um, and, and, and whom am I really hurting? Am I hurting someone that I really didn't want to hurt? And uh, being honest with myself, uh, that's on page 69, by the way. Um, On page 69 is, I'm I'm just looking at the uh, second paragraph. I mean, it's, it's probably the first paragraph on that page, 69. Was I selfish? Was I um, always wanting my way? And then what did I do about that, about that selfishness? Was I, um, again, was I um, uh, was I wanting it my way? Did I, was I afraid that I was going to get caught? Was I afraid that... Uh, I all together, all the things that really bothered me. Was I um was I so selfish because I wanted things my way again. My behavior did that. Was I dishonest? Did I look for illusions or delusions? And um was I inconsiderate? Was I not uh, having enough empathy or was I not thinking about you? And when I write those, um, I don't know if if you have this page, that the harm that I had done, was it about dishonesty? It's just check or X. Was it about um, relationships that were exaggerated, you know? check or X? Was it about my selfishness, check or X? Was it about um, my need to control? And um, is it a check or an X? So um, this this kind of inventory is, um, it, it, it makes me, it makes me think and it makes me um, it made me it makes me um review myself where am i wrong what what did i do to another person and it brings me into steps 6 and 7 and 8 and 9 eventually and um uh okay did i unjustifiably arouse jealousy, 
suspicion or bitterness? Did I do something? Did I say something that is not the truth? And or or did I did my behavior arouse someone to be jealous of me or suspicious of me? And uh what what is it that I can do eventually um that will that will help me. But that that is not on that page. That is after I have finished this inventory. That kind of thinking. Because that kind of thinking leads me into step five. So um uh one more thing I wanted to say, yeah, about fear. The the opposite of fear is is security, I said, but truthfully, it gives me courage because the opposite does, takes away that fear. It takes away that insecurity, and it, replaced, it is replaced with courage by being honest and by being just just doing this this kind of inventory and 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 checking myself is this uh is this what i'm really feeling is this what i'm not feeling it's i i want to say an example it's something like you know i'm going to tell you that 10 minus 6 is 4 now how am i going to believe you how is that other person going to believe me 10 minus 6 is 4 doesn't make sense. How do you believe something like that? So there is a way to check yourself, and that is by just doing a simple arithmetic. How much is 6 plus 4? And 6 plus 4 equals 10. And then I know that my answer is correct. And the same way, um, in doing this inventory, by checking again, is this what I'm really like not going off getting off track about what I'm angry with, whom I'm angry with, what are they asking, what are, you know, and simple answers. Is this really why I'm angry at? Is this really what did I do? Is this really what is I'm afraid of? Is this really what is not allowing this relationship to to fluff, to 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 grow? Is this you know, it's it's sort of double-checking yourself by going through each one and writing it down. And when I write it down, i got to reread it. And when I read something, it comes back to me. Is this what I wrote? Is this really what I'm feeling? Is this exactly? So it's sort of like a double-checking. So don't be afraid if you're writing something that is not incorrect or, or because... There are many you can do as many times as you want to um this inventory, and it always works, and you always find different um different things that come up and that you didn't uh, t- tell yourself the other time or you told yourself the other time so um you know when I finished this fifth column, this fifth thing about what harm did I do to others there is a prayer and that prayer is the third step i believe um my creator i am willing you should have all of me good and bad 
I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character that stands in my way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. It's not the third step prayer. Wait a minute. I get confused with a couple of prayers. Let me see. Um, Page 63. Um, Okay, it's not the third step prayer, but I did want to bring out this third step. So that's a different prayer, but, you know, it's it's a remarkable prayer. Remove from me every single defect of character that stands in my way, in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. And what I, what, what I wanted to bring out, oh, there's so much more I wanted to bring out. I think my time is coming up, that... Um, what is my usefulness to you and my fellows? What would God have me be? And um, when I say, what would God have me be, uh, it's, it's to me, God is love, kind, tolerance, um, and acceptance, and patience, of course. And the way God is with me is that, is really that. I I want to say that um, I have gone through a period over here now in in illness and sick and um really sick and 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 doctors being baffled and me being baffled by what is sick and thinking to myself what is wrong but then thinking to myself what would you have me be now god you're kind you're loving you're tolerant and 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 you know like you 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 give me back life every single day and i don't understand the sickness so i'm just going to give it over to you uh so to speak i wish i had more time um uh um i i i, I do want to say um if you don't mind the third step prayer so this is a third step prayer I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as you will. Relieve me of the bondage of self. What is that bondage of self? I am so um I am so into myself. I am so uh everything about me and and now I want to do thy will. So what is thy will? Thy is good, kind loving, tolerant, accepting. That's thy that's the way you are to me. That's the way I want to be. I want to emulate the way you are. And then I say, Dear God, take my difficulties. So, you know, certain things are difficult for me, you know? And victory over them, that means when they no longer become difficulties and I give it over to God then those can those can say i no longer have those difficulties because god has taken them from me and so that's your power that's your way of life that's your love that's 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 remarkable that is so so huge and um at least it is for me and uh um my recovery is is just phenomenal every day is a miracle it just doesn't cease to um amaze me because first of all because of just recent um medical uh, issues and then 
another thing, um, uh, God giving me examples of how uh, I can earn some more money, and um, and 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 it's all within my my capabilities and my boundaries and my wow this is this is like so much i wanted to share so much more but it 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 really and truly is i also wanted to say this is sort of a groundwork a groundwork for every step because step 4 is going to lead us into step 5 and 6 and 7 and 8 and 9 and then when we're going to do step 10 every day when we're going to encounter because we're human we're going to encounter difficult situations we're going to resort somehow to step four again uh we're going to abbreviate it but we're definitely going to resort to this um step and that's all the time i've got and thank you so much for allowing me to share i hope i hope i someone did get something out of what I said. And with that, I pass. Thank you very much, Leah S. from New York. Very instructive. Very instructive. We're going to be able to get Leah's contact information at the conclusion of this meeting today. So stick around to the very last moment so that you can grab that up for sure. The share ID number for today is Sunday, January 21st, 2024, because it's very good for instruction is 21057, 21,057. It'll be up on our website by the end of the day today, and you can listen to it immediately with uh, through our um, recorded playback phone number, and I'll give you that information a little bit later. So it's time for questions this morning, Leah. If you have a question for Leah, please press star one on your phone keypad, offer your first name, the first letter of your last name, and your state, and then immediately upon asking your question, please press star one again, because we won't have too much time for interaction with your question. Who would like to ask a question this morning? Diane Chris D. Canada. M. Diane Chris M. Chris. Chris M. Gotcha. Judy Novella N, P. Mary Lee Radka in Oregon. I have Judy N. And somebody, Novella, is that what I heard? Yes. Okay. And then I heard Mary Lee. Sarah T. Colorado. Sarah T. Colorado. Bonnie B. Florida. Bonnie B. Marisa G. from New York. Marisa G. from New York. Well, that's a good lineup. Let's go with that and see what we get and see where the time goes. Diane G, Chris M, Judy N, Novella P, Mary Lee R from Eugene, Sarah T, Bonnie B, and Marissa G. So let's up for your first question here, Diane G. Good morning. Hi there. I'm Diane G, a grateful recovered compulsive reader from Canada. And Leah, thank you so much for going in-depth into step four. And I guess I've always had a problem with step four. And you, the notes I wrote down, you had, you wrote, um, or you said, how did my behavior contribute to this? What was my dishonesty in this? And what did I do to cause this? And where I see a problem is, is I was raised in a very strict religious organization. 
And I had to go to church at least three times a week to hear how bad I was. And I had the fear of God instilled in me. And at any moment, God could come down and strike me dead and I was going to hell. So how, how do I look at that? Like, where was my part in that? I just feel I was an innocent child. So um, can you explain how I can work through that? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your question. Um, there was one thing that I didn't mention. Um, there are certain um, fears that we had when we were a child. And uh, there were insecurities, and we were victims. And the resentment... Uh, in order to get rid of resentment, in order to get rid of um, any kind of uh, disappointment or anger or or frustration, is to pray for the other person and um, or institute. I am a compulsive overeater. I cannot control what other people do. And because I cannot control that, I do not need anger in my heart. I need to know that I was right and that God understands that I was right. And to me, I identified God as being loving, kind, tolerant, and accepting. That was the God that I needed to have in my life. In my youth, I was I was repeatedly hit with a ruler on my fingers, and that was wrong. And I know that was wrong. But I also know that the people who did it were spiritually unfit. And I needed to pray for them. And the more I prayed for them, the more I got rid of that resentment. And I can say it so honestly and so openly. Yes, I was wronged with a lot of things. But, but, but God to me today, this is my God love, kind, tolerant, and accepting. And that's what I want to practice. Love, kind, tolerant, and accepting. And um, practice means especially with those people that, that I resented. They get so surprised by my kindness. And I myself get surprised by my kindness. And I actually start feeling it. Thank you. Thank you for your question this morning, Diane G. from Canada. Chris M., your question next. Yes, good morning. Thank you. This is Chris M. from New York. Leah, thank you so much. Um, you know, I've been in this program over 35 years, and I just went through step four again, and I told my sponsor, I said, I have like this paralysis about step four. And... I came to understand it's because, like you were saying, I really wasn't ready to face myself. That was scary for me. I didn't really want to do it. Um, But um, by the grace of God, I did. And um, I have a new understanding. So I just wanted to ask you, um, when you finally realized you had to do the work and I heard it for, you know, a while now, mostly in vision. You got to do the work. It's not for people who want 
it, this program is for people who do it. How did you eventually figure out and come to accept the um, the challenge and, and to accept the challenge of, of facing your fears and, and whatever it was that was blocking you from working the steps and, and especially step four and then going forth? Okay, so I'm going to take an example. Believe it or not, today I'm a listener. <laughs> but I always used to interrupt people. I knew exactly what you're going to say. I knew exactly what you're going to do. And I just wanted to get over it. And, you know, I know better. <laughs> and I had to uh, honestly practice the patience of listening. And... um and that was my problem because I wasn't listening to what the other person was saying. I didn't allow myself. Why? I don't know. There was like a fear in me that, or maybe an insecurity in me. And I don't know. But one thing is for sure. I needed to correct that because I found myself again and again interrupting people. And people telling me, why don't you listen to me? And 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 I stopped, and I I didn't do it on my own. I promise you. I promise you, it was God. I kept on praying. God, please help me. Let me keep quiet. Please open my ears and my heart, and my heart, to understand. And uh, not only do I listen, I pause before I answer. Just so amazing. <laughs> It really is amazing, but that's a, yeah, it is, it is, but it's 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 doable when you when you honestly just the same way that you you know I can't eat this and I can't it's okay it's not the end of the world you know I I'm still alive I'm and and actually I got a plus for it you know I I'm on this I'm in a size that I like I can I can jump I can dance and oh wow. And you know what? I got a plus because now I understand much more people than before. With that, I pass. Thank you very much, Chris M. from New York, for your question. Judy N., your questions now. Good morning. Leah, thank you so much for your beautiful share. And I really loved the fact that you brought God through this whole process of going through the fourth step. And that you establish that your relationship with our with our God is now one that's loving, kind, tolerant, patience, forgiving. So it takes away the the nervousness of having to go through this step four inventory because God's with us through the process. <clears throat> and you brought that out repeatedly. And it's okay. We really, for the first time, seek honesty in everything. So I just loved your share, and I learned a lot. My question is, when you're take as a sponsor, when you're going taking a sponsee, maybe even for the first time, this the sponsee's first experience with step four, and they're not really sure. I mean, they're they're in this process for the first time. They're not completely sure of well, what does it mean to be selfish? What does it mean to be um, dishonest? You know, what does it mean mean to these these basic instincts? So. I was just that my first part of the question is, do you basically go 
through with them, which you just did with us. And the second factor is I have found sometimes I have a sponsee and I want to get them to recovery as quickly as possible. So do you set because of different reasons? I'm just feeling intuitively that I don't want them to stay in step four forever. They're, they're overthinking. They're what I, I need to get them to recovery because they're abstinent and I want them to stay abstinent. And until you get to step 10, we're kind of in a limbo there. Do you set a time frame for your sponsees to complete step four? And those, those are my two questions. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. That's a very important question. And I do understand the importance of getting through step four. And um, first of all, thank you. Thank you, God, for technology. <laughs> and um, I do emails a lot. So um, while my uh, my sponsees are going through certain things, they, they get homework. Um, I do a lot of homework with the dictionary, and I ask them to bring in uh, whatever part they have in, in the definition of the dictionary. And I also ask many assignments to be emailed to me so um, that, the, that I can uh, respond that way. Um, and then to your next question about um, uh, getting through quickly, I've had sponsees who've said, I really don't know and I need more time with this, then I would uh, just um, suggest that I, I do give them a phone call for 40 minutes or so and, uh, and, and, and uh, go through them with, with a phone call. And that, specific, that time is specifically set aside for, for that, uh, that fourth-step inventory. And it's the same way with, any, with the ninth-step inventory as well. You know, if if they don't understand something, um, then I do give a little bit more of myself. And the truth of the matter is, I don't I don't lose out anything on it. I wish I had much more time, really, in the day, but uh, I don't lose out in giving myself more to my sponsees because I get so much back in return. I really do. And all of us uh, go through it. We don't go through it perfectly. We do it again and again and again as we continue sponsoring. You know, i got to review it, right? Thank you. Thank you very much for your question this morning. Judy from Maryland. Novella. Novella P., your question from Maine. Yes, this is Novella. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Jump right in. We'll let you know, though. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, this is my question. It should hopefully it's just nope or yes, I don't know. But if you want to elaborate, that's fine. Um, I heard we can't do a resentment toward ourselves. Is that true? Um, okay. So resentment towards behaviors that we have. Maybe, maybe um, we we just need uh, there are we need to review the uh, fear inventory. We need to review um, deeply the fear inventory, 
and we need to review step three. We need to review step three because um, we're not really resentful at ourselves. We are resentful at the behaviors of certain certain aspects that we do in our life. Someone who says they're resentful at themselves, I this is this is what I would do. Um, the big book also says that um, if you have a deeper issue, there are physicians available that are for for us to to utilize. But even while we use uh, therapists or psych, psychologists, whatever it is. I strongly suggest you use the uh, 12 steps again in that therapy because it'll only help you out of it. And I've spoken to people, first of all, I've spoken to people who who didn't remember if they ate and they recovered. I've spoken to people who, um, who admitted uh, uh, dementia and I've also spoken to, and I've seen recovery, I must say, and I've also spoken to people who were bipolar. So um, it's, it, it's, it's unbelievable, but this program works for everyone. With that, I pass. Thank you very much, Novella P. From Maine, next up is Mary Lee Parr from Eugene, Oregon. Your question. Oh, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, you have an open space to adopt me. <laughs> this is Mary Lee in uh, Eugene, Oregon, and um, I'm really grateful to be in recovery. And when you realize that that dog still bites and it's like a continual um, working on forgiveness, do you you've just answered any question I could possibly have, so maybe you could just talk a little bit more about um working on forgiveness. Thank you Thank you very much. I can talk forever about forgiveness. I have such <laughs> deep anger in me <laughs> Wow. Uh, praying for that person. I didn't want to pray for that person because that person hurt me so deep. It it uh, it went to the core of my heart. And when I say it went to the core of my heart is something that is so ironic. I was angry and justifiably so. And just there is, by the way, there is such a thing as called as justifiable anger or resentment. There is something like that. But even to that, there is a solution about praying for that person now, or that thing or that place or that institution, I should say, whatever. It, it, it's remarkable, and I'll explain it to you the way it was explained to me and how it healed me. The way it did heal me is because that, you know, if if I encounter behavior that is not in alliance with me, 
then I'm up against something, right? And uh, and I can it's either differing of opinion, but it can go even more. It can be abuse. It can be whatever it could be. It could be intense. And um, so so the person that does the intense uh, abuse or 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 goes against me or doesn't want to understand uh right from wrong so to speak and um and is causing me heartache is um is sick is sick like i was now this is very ironic i was sick in my food what did i do I just crawled into bed. I looked for the next bench and didn't even walk one block. Um, I, I, I was not living. I was existing, so to speak. And um, and and I, I wished I could get out of it, but I didn't know how. And the same way I look at a person that if, that does harm and that does evil, it, it, it that person is sick is sick and I got to pray for that person why because I want to be free of of this resentment and also I don't want to be sick every time I keep repeating that resentment in my head again and again you know it has wings uh, the first time I'm angry because you you shunned me or because you you ignored me or whatever you know and the second time I'm angry not only did you shun me but you also uh, spoke about me and then I believe it you know that's the delusion that's not the honesty about it and then after after a while when I let that resentment grow it has so many wings that I don't I can't even count them you know so I got to pray for that person that is sick in one area and um that I, you know like I want to be nice and kind right and that person wasn't nice and kind so I I hope God I hope God that person will have kindness in his in his life so that he doesn't have to give it out on me because obviously something was going on over there that was giving it to me and really hurting me. And then uh, I gotta, uh, I'm got praying more for that person. Let them have abundance of money. If they have abundance of money, they won't steal from me. They won't have a need to steal from me. And wow, that's so powerful. So yes, I do want to pray for that person, you know. Or let me pray for that person to have um, happiness. That person probably doesn't have a kind word said to him because he's so he's so mean and so so to everyone, right? Unkind to everyone. So you know what, God, bring kindness into his into his life, and this way he'll 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 really like it, and maybe he'll emulate that. You know, so yes, I pray for the those people that were I was resentful at, and they became different people. Uh, they just became different people. I don't have to be lovey chummy, you know, all the time with that. But I, uh, I have a choice, you know. But at least I don't. I'm not angry. 
I don't go around with with that that kind of resentment. It gets less and less and less until it becomes a healthy boundary. It's a remarkable process. Thank you. Thank you very much for your question, Mary Lear from Oregon. Uh, next up with a question is Sarah T from Colorado. Sarah T, star one, please. Well, in the interest of time, let's move to Bonnie V from Florida, and then maybe we can circle back around to Sarah. Hey, Bonnie, your question Thank this morning, are you ready? I am. Thank you so much. Thank you for moderating, Melanie. And Leah, what a beautiful, beautiful, um, really just, um, presentation today. So greatly appreciate it. Um, two questions for you. One of them I think you sort of just addressed with regards to um, you know, a, a deep, deep cut that continues to come to the surface. And I really appreciate the, the, um, the insight and the wisdom with regards to praying for that person or praying for the situation. Um, my first question is, do you continue to do 10 steps on it? You know, when it comes to the surface, and I do commit to pray, but the pain is still there, do you continue to work it through the 10th step? And then the second question is, and I really appreciated this, as you were um, giving your presentation, you seem to have used many more questions than um, I've ever used, or you asked many more questions than I've ever asked when I've done a four-step. I'm wondering if you have different sheets than I have, and if there's a place where you got those, and if I could maybe access those. And once again, thanks so much, and I'll pass with that. Thank you. I got your second question, but the first question I didn't understand. What did you say about resentment and 10 steps? So sorry if I wasn't clear. Um, I do have a, I have a resentment that continues to come to the surface, and I feel like it still bleeds. Um, and so the question was, in addition to praying for them, do you continue to do that resentment over and over and over, even though it feels like it's the okay, same I got thing. It. I got it. I got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, I basically look at um, what I'm really resentful at, and um, and and after I'm clear with that uh, resentment, what I'm at, angry at, and I have done this ten step. I I need to I need to do a prayer to God. That something is not is not being revealed to me. Something is unknown to me, and that is why I am so upset. So I pray for the unknown. I pray with all of my heart, and the reason I pray with all of my heart is I don't want I don't want to get heart disease. I don't want to get a heart attack. It's it's a silly thing. So God should just open my heart and my mind to seeing the truth, to seeing what is is that I'm not seeing. And um, God will reveal. You know, where when you get an idea sometimes and it comes suddenly, that's, that's, that's God um, making himself known with whatever it is. And uh, the other question about... Um, uh, oh, I forgot. Resentment, I think. Uh, 
Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't remember what the other question was. Yeah, thank, thank you so much, and I'm sorry for presenting, too. It was um, just being so grateful for the fact that you asked so many questions as you went through the 10th step. And oh, um, oh, oh. I'm wondering if you have a spot where you okay. have those. Okay. Or if that's, thanks. okay, I got it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I do have... Um, uh, two different forms of uh, fourth step, and I, I requested that. I uh, made it my business to have that because I wanted to go deeper into it. I wanted to understand it, and they're both both basically the same. One is more elaborate, and one is more, um, and I'll be happy to email those to you. Well, look at the time, Leah. It's it's time for us to close. That will be our last question um, for this day today. And um, Bonnie, hopefully we'll get your telephone number and you guys can exchange that email information. Sarah T. and Marisa G., I'm so sorry that we've run out of time. Please stay and get Leah's phone number so that you can ask her questions personally by phone later on. So let's close this morning as we do in our traditional fashion here at A Vision for You by reading from page 164. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right. And great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you'll surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.